welcome to the Godsy Girl Podcast, inspiration and encouragement for all women inside and outside ministry. Yeah, I think I'm ready to stir up some mess. <laughs> it's been a minute. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for listening. I am really, 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 really enjoying um, the podcast, podcast, the podcast life lately. Um, I've even started another one. And it's more for my professional um, side of myself. Um, this is my spiritual, true, authentic self side. But I'm also a consultant, in case you didn't know, in real life. And so um, I have a, several clients that are telling me, you know what, um, Terry, life is different. Um, we're not going to have our conference. Um, so I lost a gig. We're not going to have our um retreat so I lost a gig you know that kind of stuff is happening now Um, I've even trained for a youth program every year um, to help get their team ready for their summer programming that went away so COVID has definitely taken its toll right but um, yeah my title um, let me get to let me get to let me get to explaining um, so you know what I'm talking about Um, you know what The, the term racism is so interesting because most people don't know what it means and they don't even know that they're guilty of it a lot of times um, because they just don't know what it is and so if you don't know what something is it's easy for it to fix itself to you you know what the same goes for submission as it relates to women um, and marriages they don't know what it means so it gets like this really bad rap and people are guilty of working completely against it um, because they don't know what it means you know Um, so I think that um, this podcast is gonna get me fired You'll probably just hate me. And if you do, it's okay because I, I will survive. But um, I how this all started is I was talking to a really, really um, good friend, a big sister of mine, who um, big sister in the Lord, not really big sister. And we were talking this morning and she was telling me about a book that she's reading and I can't remember the name of it. Um, but the conversation, it actually talked about submission. Um, in marriage and oh my gosh it really confirmed some things God has been um, talking to me about and dealing with me about um, in my own marriage and um, just kind of the whole concept of it and so the the conversation she didn't know that these are things that I've been kind of mulling around in my head but um, the conversation was just so timely because um, we don't talk about the concept of submission in its proper context we don't Um, we talk about it um, in terms of oppression and somebody lording over us and um, it's it's sad because that is not um, the way God created the order of things that we now call submission and I do also feel pretty bad because I haven't done my part to teach what I know submission is meant to be and 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 how the Bible interprets submission I'm sure I have anecdotal conversations with people but I really don't have this conversation enough and it makes me feel convicted because if you look at Titus 2 3 um, through 5 really that whole area it talks about how we should be doing as women and what should we be focused on as women and it's not you know all-inclusive all right but it gives us a good idea based on the cultural times that they were in 
And one of the things it says um, in verse 3 is likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live. And it goes on and on and on. And that they should urge, this is four now, they should urge the younger women to love their husbands and children. Okay, and then it goes on with some other other things. But the thing is, is we I'm an older woman now and I haven't really done my part to urge the women in my life to submit to their husband, what it looks like in real life, how to love their children. I haven't really talked about a lot of that. And um, I think it's time you know that I I have my peace <laughs> or um, I've been watching a lot of Andy Griffith so I'm, I'm if I get a southern um, accent forgive me but it's time to say my peace and I, I really want you to hear my heart now I did say that in my in my description that racism is similar to submission and I think I told you why it's because a lot of people are very ignorant of the term and what it really is what it really looks like and how it really shows up in real life we don't we have we don't have that proper context so I hope that I can give you just an idea of a way of thinking about it okay so don't turn me off just yet because anybody who knows me you know I'm no punk (laughs) I'm not a punk all right I'm not advocating being a punk but I'll tell you in the kingdom of God the things that we think we lose we really gain the whole time Um, for example you know most people who are not Christians would think you're absolutely insane to give away your time for free at a church but we do it and we gain so much Um, the average non-Christian would think you give 10% or more to your church of your salary what when we lose what happens God makes people give to us he blesses us Um, he um, you know the scripture you know that people will give you know to us and do our and we so much we can't receive it and that happens I mean and I'm not talking about welfare if you're kind of slow I'm talking about just blessings um, in the natural monetary sense if you want to call those blessings so in the concept of mostly when we give away God restores blesses and and really multiplies those things that we thought we lost and so if when you think you're giving away a sense of your power in the context of submitting to your husband you're really going to get so much more back you really are you'll get more influence with him and you you know unless he's an unhealthy mental person I guess I got to say that but if he's a normal well-thinking person you'll get more influence with him than you had when you were fighting him all the time you know um, you'll get more cooperation with him now if he's a bully I'm sorry I I want you to just pray for him you know because he's not right Um, some men will take this submission thing and use it to oppress women and that is not God's way and that is not godly and I pray God deals with them quickly so that they can realize that but um, if you have a healthy normal Christian man Um, who is mentally healthy (laughs) and all of that you know um, I tell you you gain so much more influence um, and when you take a position of submission which I'm gonna define in a minute than if you fight against him all the time Um, because a man is a warrior by nature you ain't gonna win okay he's gonna try to conquer that's the way he's created now let's talk about what it is and I think it's a beautiful um, concept. I don't really know who's responsible for this. I think Tony Evans has taught this concept, um, the pastor, but I heard it from another 
um, pastor years before so I don't know if it's just pure wisdom or if someone actually created this concept but I want you to think about um, an army okay think about the military I don't even know I should have researched what is the highest ranking um, position that you can have in the military is it colonel I don't even know but think about that position then you have underneath them the other positions all right um, in military as a captain I don't know colonels I think the highest um, sergeants and all of those those people fall under the jurisdiction the authority or whatever the mission is of that highest ranking official right and I think that that is a military order, but I think that God believes in a biblical order. So while it's not military related, um, your husband is kind of the colonel of the household. That I didn't say, you know, some people say they're the king. I say my husband's the king, but do know, you know, it's, yeah, it's more of a military thing, you know. Um, but, but it's, he's the highest ranking official. That's all. It's a role. It's a, it's a division of order. And then you come up under his his mission, basically, and you support him. That's really the way it looks. So I call my husband jokingly the chairman. I've done that for years. Um, I call him the chairman, but do know I'm the CEO, you know, um, in that context. I mean, I, or even you could say he's the CEO and I'm the VP, you know, but um, it doesn't take our power away as women in the home. It just establishes an order in our home and it's a sad thing that so many women are so insecure we can't talk about this and I think that um, there's a lot of reasons for that but I believe that submission as it's been taught to us or even modeled has gotten an incredibly bad rap and it's messed up our marriages and it's messed up our relationships with our husbands and um, again I don't you don't know me but if you've heard my my podcast or even if you do know me in real life you know I'm nobody's sucker I am not um, I wouldn't be submitting to a man that was treating me horribly or mistreating me or beating me or hitting me that's not God's role okay that's not God's plan if somebody's hurting you physically get the heck out of there okay I am not talking about that right now but I will tell you that um, in a way I feel like we are soldiers the Bible often compares us to soldiers in an army and one thing I know about a soldier is it's not often that a soldier feels emboldened to question his chief captain or whatever um, sergeant <laughs> I guess I should have researched before I did all this but you're intelligent enough to know what I mean but out in the field could you imagine in war that if a private kept going up to the soldier and saying no sir I don't think we should do that no that doesn't make any sense I don't like that sir no I'm not gonna go out there and do that you want me to stand where no think of how ludicrous that sounds it's the same in our marriages it's the same and so there's an order now a wise man will listen to his wife okay and he will value her opinion uh, my husband has never once made me feel oppressed now there's been decisions he's made that I didn't agree with and I acquiesce to there's also been decisions where I've tried to find my way around I tried to find a loophole I'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> I'll be like let's see I'm gonna submit but I'm gonna see if I can find a way around this I mean there's been those scenarios too but the truth of the matter is I'm committed to the submission model because I feel like it's a model of order now have I always been committed to the submission model I've, I pause and let you think about that and I'm gonna answer honey no <laughs> 
please. I, I was a um, single person when I met him and I had a life. I um, was divorced and I I was actually, I won't go there, but I know what the oppressive model looks like. So I was totally anti that um, submission concept as it had been taught to me. Or listen, let me tell you what, as it has not been taught to me. I was against that model because nobody ever talked about it. They just said submit to your husbands and they left it up to us to figure out to some degree what that looked like and what that meant. And it's like when you don't talk to your kids about sex, they're going to go out into the real world and get this twisted, warped picture of what sex is when you could have helped them understand the beauty of it and the holiness of it if you'd have just had that conversation. That's what happens with submission. People tell young people to submit and they told me to submit, but they didn't tell me what it looked like in a healthy context, in a biblical context. And that's a shame. That's a shame because submission is really a beautiful order and, um, it's good. And I'll tell you, a lot of us didn't see a model of it. A lot of us didn't see a model um, of submission. You know, um, the best model that I saw was my grandparents. My grandmother, she was much milder temperament than I am, you know, where she would do things that grandpa said without questioning. Both my grandmas, actually, without so much as questioning. But they would speak up now, you know, but they weren't chumps. But they were both, actually both of them, my grandma Mary and my grandma Ethel, were really amazing um, examples of what submission looks like and how it could look in a marriage. It was a partnership, but there was an order, you know. Um, so a lot of us as women, especially women of color, we didn't see a model of what healthy submission looked like. So when we hear the word we try to figure out what it means and if we depend on a, a dumb man and I'm not saying all men are dumb but if you find a man who's dumb and stupid and doesn't have a concept of it he will give you a twisted view of it and then you will see it is something very clearly that you cannot um, you cannot acquiesce to because it's oppressive and there is nothing in Christendom nothing in Christendom that is oppressive nothing nothing if it gets oppressive you doing it wrong Okay, or you haven't, are you doing it wrong? You're in a bad leadership, or you didn't study it out, or you taking some man's word over the Bible. Nothing in that Bible is oppressive. So, um, yeah, so I think it's important to recognize the fact that submission is a healthy thing, and we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but it's a healthy thing. It gets a bad rap, and a lot of us just don't know how to do it, okay, because um, we don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. So, I think that, you know, I'm a consultant that focuses on organizational development. And I'll tell you, as a consultant, you have inside every organization the formal leadership structure, which is what's on your organizational chart, right? Um, the president, the vice president, you know, the assistant vice presidents, um, and so on and so forth. Then you also have what is called the informal leadership structure and if ever you are if you're a consultant and they're asking you to come in and do a long-term contract on t in, on building team cohesion that's the first thing you look for I look for the informal leadership structure yeah I'll be coming into your office and I'm sitting there and I'm doing stuff with you and I'm a staffer so to speak but I'm watching who is in charge of this ship for real
and um, it's always one or two people who are um, literally um, running things <laughs> granted you have the CEO I'm not stupid you know you got the CEO but you got somebody down in the boots <laughs> who are telling people what to think about what the CEO is saying and so you always got to look at that informal leadership structure that's usually the person if you work that everybody's at their desk sitting not gossiping but talking getting their opinion asking them their opinion that's your informal leadership structure okay now in a home you've got the former you know formal leadership structure which is your husband but you also have the informal <laughs> leadership structure, which can really be a dangerous but um, role, okay? Because if here's how this plays out. Your husband is trying to run the house. He's trying to run the family. But you are informally um, telling the kids he's wrong or making him look stupid or questioning his authority all the time. And... Um, you know that's informal leadership and you you know what the informal leadership structure can do in a company and a home it can wreak havoc on the culture it can destroy the culture of it honestly so if you're a, if you're the wife your job is to support that husband's leadership and then not create this toxic culture in your home because you know what else happens a lot of times when um with marriages a lot of women and I don't know why we do it when we have problems with our marriage we always go and get advice from people who have a marriage maybe that is jacked up not healthy not reflective of anything we want or uh oh we go to people who ain't who their marriages fail <laughs> their marriage failed they ain't got no good they ain't got no marriage sometimes they ain't got no man and they want to give advice about your marriage. And so I, my first bit of advice beyond submission and finding your submission groove with your husband is, and I repent for the times that I did not talk about this before. And um, I'm so glad Margaret and I chatted today. Um, but the um, thing is, is for you to find your place in his submission um, and, and, and really guard that guard your submission to him don't talk back too much in terms of and I don't mean talking back as oppression and slavery if you hear that that's something wrong with you I want you to do some soul searching because you haven't seen a healthy model of marriage and you don't know and maybe you've been divorced and hurt and you're carrying some stuff but if my husband says we're going to go to Las Vegas which is what he did honestly that's perfect um, for um, family vacation we always would go to um, the West Coast and I loved it and that was my place to go and he told us one year he's like no we're gonna try someplace different I was so mad oh my gosh I was so upset he didn't know it he knew I didn't want to go and I said I don't want to go to Vegas oh stupid desert and um, <laughs> and he didn't know how upset I was I even went back to my job I don't go to no Vegas you know and just complained about it and that was not the right way to handle it personally I should have just kept my mouth shut all the way around because um, that helps my heart when I don't complain about stuff but here's the funny part he said um, we're going and he got the tickets and tried to find things I'd like to do there and everything and um, the funny part about it is I stopped complaining because he didn't need that and I said okay and so each time he'd say hey we're gonna go do this I'd be like okay cool he knew I didn't want to go right he knew it and um, yeah, so my point in all of that is a submission looks like kind of go, me going up under his mission, you know, like submission, his mission, 
whatever your, your husband's mission is, find your place up under it to support it, to bolster it, to push it forward. And that doesn't mean you can't have a mission too. Anybody who knows me knows I got about 12 million projects going on and all these different streams of income and I got all kinds of stuff going on. I am not oppressed by my husband, but I'm 100% up under his mission. Now, because he has a staff, he doesn't need me to be involved directly with things. I trust him to pick staff and I stay um, out of a lot of the business of the church because he's got people to do that. And for us, that works. Um, when he looks at me, he never associates me with work, any kind of work. When he sees me, I love it how he comes home and he just kind of falls in my arms. And it's I don't have to talk to him about no committee or anything that's going on. He's got people for that. Okay, and he's he knows I've told him if you ever need me to step in there, you let me know I'm there. But for the most part, he and I stay in these lanes. So I support his mission. I listen to countless hours of projects and stories and ideas that honestly I don't want to hear about because I got stuff to work on my own. <laughs> I'm being silly, but I don't. I mean, I, I listen to that. I follow up under his mission. I give him ideas. I share insights, and that's how I support his mission. So. Whatever your husband's trying to do in the context of running your family, wisdom and submission is stop fighting against it all the time. Learn the art of, honey, I don't want to do that, but I support you. Learn the art of saying that. Even if it means you're going to stop at um, Walmart when you really are so tired you want to go home. Honey, I really don't want to go to Walmart. I'm so tired. But we can go if you need to. That doesn't hurt anything. And I'll tell you one thing about a normal, healthy mentally emotionally healthy man if a woman treats him that way you'll see a side of him that is amazing my husband honestly didn't he wasn't raised with two parents and I was raised with a weird version of it um, my father my parents were divorced but they were kind of connected and it was just weird but I'll say they co-parented together um, but they co-parented too close sometimes because I did I, when I was little I thought he lived there I, I was I mean I was confused but anyway um, my husband was raised by a single mother and being a husband he had to figure it out um, what it meant what it looked like and there's no one set book of rules for it because every woman is different every marriage is different every person is different my marriage is different from your marriage so these are principles that'll work in your marriage but how you play them out you'll have to figure out on your own Okay, but here's the thing. Um, he didn't have a clue of how to be ahead of house. He didn't. He didn't. Only thing he had to go by was scripture and uh, us figuring it out together and what worked for us. So I just am saying that um, if, but my husband's a healthy man with a good heart, good sense of confidence. So he never felt the need to oppress me. But I'll tell you, since I have fallen up under his mission <laughs> mode um, I'd say probably our fourth year in marriage I he became a man 20 million times better than the man that I dated I mean in terms of loving me caring for me being kind to me um, and taking care of me um, everything he has been amazing now here's the real question we used to have such a, a bunch of issues like every couple with marriage and power struggles and all that but I don't know what happened I don't know if first he decided that um, he's we're going to have a happy marriage. <laughs> and, you know, because I remember the time where he started just saying stuff like, I'm tired of this. We're not going to fall out about this. I love you. Who wouldn't submit to that, right? 
But some men will never say that. So does that God mean God says not to submit and follow the order? No, you still have to. It's just going to be a lot harder for you to do it than if he was the man that maybe he will soon become. So hang in there with him. Um, if you, I, I, one other thing my friend Margaret told me, she said that a lot of times women are having such a hard time submitting because they married a jerk. They married a man too soon or didn't see who he was and he was a jerk but because they're Christian they still got to find their role and their place in submitting to him so that you can have the godly order and that godly order brings peace because could you imagine being on a battlefield and the sergeant is telling the private to do something like I mentioned and 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 the private's like no I, I don't want to I'm gonna go pout that's not order is it that's not order at all so I want you to find your order and your submission but the point is is you are going to get up under his mission and still maintain your power but have enough power to submit okay yeah and as an older woman let me adjust my microphone we haven't taught this enough and part of it is because so many of us are um, Another one, like I said, haven't been exposed to a healthy marriage, um, a healthy Christian marriage. Um, so many of us also um, just, how am I going to say this? As a culture of African American women, for me, I'm not talking about everybody, um, we have been taught that we have to behave a certain way. And the result of that, you know, means that it makes it harder for us to submit, especially if we've had to take care of ourselves already. All right. So me being older, teaching the younger, you may not agree with me and it's OK. Um, but we have to figure out a way to support our husbands and allow them to develop their leadership skills um, and um, be a support while they do. Now, I know you're probably thinking, well, what about them? Hey, they need to go listen. They, they, they need to make their own podcast. I, I mean, I can't, I'm not into telling a man to be a man and how to make, this is not a, this is a Christian women's podcast, really for, for pastor's wives mostly, but um, Christian women too. So I'm talking about what we can do. Okay, what we can do. And you may say, well, he don't know how to be a leader. Well, guess how he gonna learn, dummy? He'll learn as you take your hands off and let him be the be the man that God is working in him to be. All right. So that doesn't work, you know, to say that he don't know how to lead. So I'm going to lead. That's not God's way. OK, that's rebellion is what that is. And we already know how God deals with that. Um, and you know what? I think, too, that if we don't allow men to take their rightful position in leading in a, a godly home I think what's going to happen is we're going to create number one we're going to perpetuate a lot of the societal issues that we have um, especially in the predominant culture of marriages not working and that's number one number two on the african-american level and this is not even talking about just african-americans i'm talking about marriage in general but in the african-american level we're going to keep having these women-led homes we are and then the third consequence which I can't even handle is we're going to emasculate our men and we're going to um, wonder why they go other places and do other things when um, 
we, we wouldn't let them exercise who they were as men. And I think that <laughs> this is so controversial. And I think there's people that would not um, respect me after this. And I stopped living for the, the love of people a long time ago. I have to do what is right. And this is what is right. And um, if we don't figure it out, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. We're going to be alone and wonder why and we're going to have um, marriages that are all out of balance you know when you have a woman that's leading the marriage um, it looks so manipulative because you know what that's not God's order now if you're not a Christian it's fine you go on and live your best life okay because your you, your God hasn't told you to do this all right but our God has given us very clear roles and an order of command and that's what I'm talking about and um, I think it's time that we start talking about this and in modern culture and we stop um, pretending that submission is all about oppression I also think we should stop saying marriage is 50 50 because it ain't it's a hundred and hundred you've heard that right it's a hundred percent him it's a hundred percent you and if you got a man in ministry you can create so much chaos by always trying to take that leadership role stop it okay God's not pleased with it and you know he's not and so you gotta let God redefine who you are in the context of who he is alright we always gotta keep checking our heart and um, really understand that marriage and the act of submission is kind of like God using spiritual sandpaper to rub off some of the hard parts <laughs> of our of our spirit of our personality of our lives and God is going to use that marriage to make you more like him to humble you and you're going to create a marriage that is harmonious if you learn to have an order and find your place in that order okay I um, and I'm talking so quiet because you know what it's been such a um, tiring season my um, and physically I'm not sleeping well um, not because I'm stressed but it's like Christmas you know how in Christmas season um, we get I take several weeks off and by the time um, Christmas happens I am you know I wake up I sleep late I go to bed late and my body clock is completely off that is so what this feels like in this season of my life and this pandemic that uh, my body clock is so crazy off that I got to figure out how to um, recalibrate it I really do because I'm used to staying up late you know either blogging or writing or talking to my husband or watching old shows or whatever I do and then I sleep a little bit later than I used to even though I work I get up about maybe eight 8:39. That's sleeping late for me. But if on the weekends I'll sleep sometimes till 10. I'm serious. You know, I mean, body clock's way off. It's way off. So um, yeah. So I I'm talking a little mellow. I kind of dig the mellow me. <laughs> I kind of dig the mellow me. But I want you to think about back to the subject. Um, definitely. Um, look at that submission and if you are in d direct opposition to what I'm saying I want to ask you one question and I'm going to end the podcast if you can't submit to your husband how in the world could you ever submit to God because you have a problem with leadership and you got to get that get both of them in order okay and if you're a man thinking I'm just telling you to walk all over women bite me I'm not 
<laughs> okay? That's not what God... Uh, he, you go back to your Bible, okay? Because godly submission does not look like oppression. You're not keeping your woman's voice washed while you run everything. That is carnal. That is flesh. That is not God. That's all ego. That's not what I'm talking about. My husband is a man unlike any other. He's a strong man, okay? I have no chump. But one thing is, is I do see the partnership in our marriage. But when it comes down to a decision to be made, I support him in making it, okay? So that's how it works. And sometimes his decision is what exactly what I wanted because we talked about it. That's marriage. That's healthy. So stop that. I think this is my last, no, not my last. I think this is a second blog post I've done on marriage in general. But I'm just so glad my friend Margaret... And I talked because she stirred all this up in my spirit. And I hope I can get her interviewed on here one day. She is so anointed and God touched. Um, and so I do hope to, you know, get her on here so you could hear um, more from her perspective. She's been married lots of years and she loves, loves, loves the Lord. So anyway, God bless you. Thank you for listening. I do want you to visit GodsyGirl.com. Check out Godsy Girl Shops. Hey, go to Godsy Girl um, Living Life His Way on Facebook and follow me. Come on, be my friend. Follow me. Or, you know, just hit like. <laughs> and I, I don't bug you, I promise. I'm not the type of blogger or poster that will drive you crazy. So don't worry, I won't do too, too much. Um, but yeah, yeah, check out my stuff. Um, Godsy Girl Shop, Instagram, Godsy Girl is me. Just check me out. <laughs> You'll see my face. But anyway, I love you and I thank God for you. And I want you to find your place in your marriage that is godly. Okay? God bless you. I love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to find me on YouTube at Godsy Girl Terry, as well as on Facebook at Godsy Girl Living Life His Way. And don't forget Instagram. There you can find me at Married to a Pastor Life. God bless you. Be sure to subscribe, hit the four stars below, and let me know how this is blessing you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.